Hello, and welcome to The Shore Store with myself, Justine, and joining me today is a very special guest. You already know her and love her. Please welcome the host of the Surreality Podcast, Erica. Hello. Hello, 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 Justine. Happy Monday. Happy Easter Monday. Ah, yes, yes, he is risen. (laughs) Is that, that's not a thing in the U.S., which I learned this week. You guys don't get like a holiday out of Easter like we do here, I think. Um, I think schools do. I think schools get Easter Monday off. I know we were talking the other day and like my husband gets Good Friday off, which I think is interesting. I don't think I've ever known anyone else who's gotten that before, but I sure as hell didn't get Friday off. Everyone here gets Good Friday off. That's like everything's closed. That's like a Christmas Day holiday here. I mean, Canada is superior to the U.S. I don't think we need to tell anyone that, you know? <laughs> Case I in mean, point. careful. <laughs> come for me. I got nothing for you, anyone. Go ahead. Come for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, today's going to be fun. We're recording a lot today. I know. We got a little recording marathon yeah. going on. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too. Um, Before we get into the stuff that we're going to talk about in this episode, is there anything like you're watching or listening to or anything at all you want to talk about before? Mm. Let's see. So my husband and I cracked through Yellowstone in a month, like all five and a half seasons of it, because right now they're in a season break. That's a lot for you. Dude, I know. We were watching like two episodes a night. I upgraded my Paramount Plus. Or I'm sorry, it's not on Paramount Plus. What was it on? Peacock. Um, But now we're on Paramount Plus. It's so weird. So the Yellowstone is a Paramount show, but it's not on Paramount Plus. It's only available on Peacock. Do you guys have Peacock? Unfortunately, no. So weird. So it was on that. And we watched all those episodes and it was good to like season four and you know what happens. I mean, just usually kind of after season three shows kind of start to just not know what the fuck they're doing anymore. So now we're on the prequel. Now we're on 1883 and then after we'll watch 1923 and yeah, it's good. I'm not really into Western type shows usually, but it's it's very good. It's basically uh, Yellowstone is just Sons of Anarchy on a ranch. So it did it for me. Yeah. Okay. I know yeah. I've I've heard people say that show is so good. I didn't realize that there was like prequels out and I did not realize there were that many seasons of it. I thought it was like a two season show. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, though, I don't think so. I'm waiting to watch Yellow Jackets because I got rid of Showtime about a month ago and I'm going to wait till there's enough episodes out to, you know, watch a few of them and then like We'll start up our subscription again or maybe get a free trial. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But yeah, I'm excited to watch that. I just haven't done it yet. Oh, it's so good so far. I've been weekly on it. So it's episode three or four it's on right now, I think. So Okay. Yeah, it's so good so far. I love that. I know show. you said I know you said season or I'm sorry, episode two was really good. I heard you say that on your podcast, and I was like, ugh. Like, I just want to watch. It's a good show. I know, but I understand to have a streaming service that you need just for Showtime because it's like, what else is there really on Showtime that you're like constantly watching? Nothing really, probably, right? Not anymore, no. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I just finished season one of Righteous Gemstones this weekend, uh-huh. and I watched the first episode of the second season. And that's that's such a fucking good show. Oh, I love After- it. After. So we've watched the first like four episodes, I think. It just didn't keep going for no good reason. And when I heard you guys talking about it like a week or two ago, I told my husband we should start watching it again after we're done with this stuff. And he has no interest. Like he thinks it's too really? stupid. Yeah, but I, I'm very into it. I've already told you I fucking love Danny McBride. I would I would bang Danny McBride <laughs> a million percent anytime. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't? But uh, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's really good. The finale episode of season one was so good. And the first episode of season two was really good. So, okay. Um, and, you know, tomorrow night I'm recording Resting Bitch Face with Julie. But and I'm going to talk about that on there. But I watched Megan last night. <laughs> I loved it. It was a good time. I watched it, too. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was like perfect amount of satire and like scary scenes as well and i think that they could have like upped the gore a little bit and made it like a really gory movie because i agree the scenes that were like that were intense um so yeah i thought it was really good i i knew i was gonna like it but um but yeah i i'm glad i liked it i guess is what i'm trying to say I my favorite part was the scene and I mean you see it in the preview so I won't be spoiling too much but the when Megan confronts like the mean boy Mm -hmm. that is my favorite part of the whole movie and it's just cool to see I um oh what's her name shoot the main Allison Williams Mm -hmm. the main character it's cool to see her because I just recently finished a girls rewatch and she plays one of the most annoying characters on that show, but she plays it so well. And it's just cool to, because I don't think I've seen her in anything else other than Girls and now Megan. So it's just cool to see her like out doing her thing and playing something else. I mean, that like that character was just so relatable because I was like, man, if I all of a sudden had to like take care of a kid, like I would probably be the exact same way as she was like, uh, no, these are my collectible toys. You're not allowed to touch yeah. those ones. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't read the Twilight books. We don't read these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you can read the Twilight books, but you're not allowed to read the random romance novel with Jeremiah and Gus on the front cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> that That is uh, not allowed to get cracked open at all. And I'm not reading these to you. Like, I, if you don't know how to read, you better figure it out. Like... I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. No better time but the present. Let's do it. Yeah. So um, let's just get into uh, speaking of Jeremiah and Gus on the front cover Mm -hmm. of books. (laughs) Let's just get into season two, episode 24 of Floribama Shore. Mm -hmm. These last couple episodes of the season are just like dragging for me because season three is so fucking good that I'm just I'm just waiting to get there. Oh, okay. But um, this is newsworthy. So Amy deals with the consequences of her dust up at newbies. Cody and Candace's relationship grows. What were your like first initial thoughts? Well, I really I don't think I've seen this one before. I have seen a good chunk of Florabama before. I missed the like 
previously on or whatever when I watched the episode. So I went most of the episode not knowing if Amy had hit this girl or not. Because I she should have told you hadn't. to watch the last 10 minutes of the I did. The I last went back episode. and did it. Okay, yeah. You but, have to. I don't know why they didn't include it, but Yeah, whatever. because they these reality shows usually go back and like replay the first few minutes anyway. Like usually annoyingly so. And then they'll like show flashbacks of it throughout the episode and shit, but they didn't once in this so yeah. when she keeps saying like i didn't hit her i'm like she didn't hit her and then i look back i'm like oh she hit her <laughs> <laughs> that bitch smacked her in the fucking nose and it's like did she not think that the camera saw her like i i don't understand her mentality was she that drunk that she was literally right. in a blackout in the moment like because like you said, the just the way she, her and Nilsa are so like, you did not hit that girl. Like you would you would actually think that she didn't. There's a fucking car alarm going off outside right now. It's oh, like, I can't hear it. Just 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 keep talking. It's just it's, happening in your brain. Oh my uh, God. No, and I oh, what was I gonna say? Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, I was just gonna say my girl Amy was kind of pissing me off this episode. I always remember really liking her. Ooh. Yeah. And I was a little surprised that the Kodai and Candace like flirt mance was still happening here. Like I like I said, I don't know where I left off on the show, but I was like, oh, they're still doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he obviously has always like been attracted to her, or so mm -hmm. he says. Rightfully so. And in the last episode, his parents um just came to visit the house and they kind of had like his dad kind of had a one-on-one -on -one talk with her where he was like hey like what do you think about giving Cody a chance like whatever and then he formally asked her and she agreed so they had a good time and of yeah. course come they had to come home to the fucking shit show that is the rest of the house mm -hmm. so. and Gus already seems like he's over it oh yeah well, Gus is just a little. Let's just a get whiny into bitch. It. All right, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we start with um, the cop pulling over the entire cast, and Nilsa's like, "Everybody, shut the fuck up! Shut, shut the fuck up!" up. <laughs> and the cop uh, comes up, and he's like, "The reason I'm stopping you is there was an altercation at Newbies back there. Who was involved?" And Amy right away puts her hand up and says that she was. So she gets out of the car and the cop's like, so what's going on? She says, I'm not going to lie to you, sir. This girl was harassing me so bad. And she was like, you make us locals look bad. And then they show like Nilsa and Courtney are in the taxi and they're like, shut the fuck up. No, you shut the fuck up. They're like sketching out like nothing is going to happen to you. Right. Like, Relax. You're fine. There are cameras there. Like, the cops are not going to do anything fucked up on camera. At least I would hope. Um, so the cop's like, he said he was holding y'all apart and you reached around and hit her in the face. And Amy's like, that is not true, sir. <laughs> and this is where, like, if if this was a Bravo show, they would have just cut right away to her punching yes. the girl in the face. Like, they would have showed it a hundred times, but... MTV isn't always about that shady editing. Bad Girls Club, I've been watching that a little bit again, too. And if this were Bad Girls Club, not only would they show the clip of her hitting her again, but they'd show it from, like, four different angles and, like, in green and purple and whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Oh my God. What season of Bad Girls Club are you watching? I just finished six. Six holds dear to my heart. It's the first one I ever watched. So which one's that? That is the one with Char, Nikki, um, Lauren, Corey, the Oompa Loompa girl. I don't know. People don't seem to like that one, but I really do. Um, Sydney, who was on True Life I'm Bisexual way back in the day, is briefly on season six. And she had to leave the house due to, like, family problems. But then one of the girls, like, said she left because she was a crackhead. <laughs> like, she's just like, yeah, that girl has crackhead tendencies. Like, I'm not surprised she left. But at the reunion, she's like, I... I'm a crackhead. Like, I've got meat on my booty and my titties and my thighs. Like, do I look like a crackhead to you, bitch? It's good. Quality oh, television. My God. Do they still it's make Bad Girls Club? No, they they have a show on the Zeus Network, which I don't know what that is. But I guess they've been bringing back the bad girls who are like moms and shit now and doing like a Real Housewives um, family trip, whatever those are called, type of situation with that. So. I might give it a watch. I don't know. Okay. If it's on the Zeus network, I how good can it be, you know? I just like know the iconic like Natalie Nunn season, of course. Yeah. Like so good. I feel like I can replay all those episodes in my head. And of course, like the flow and Will I Am stuff is my favorite. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's why that's why Will I Am punched you in the face because you're a bitch. <laughs> Did you ever watch All Scroll? That bad girls all star battle. I don't th- know. I don't okay. I don't think I knew that was a thing. It was like the challenge with the bad girls, and Flo is on that season too. And she is also just great television. Like she's obviously mentally a little, you know, troublesome, but mm. she's fantastic television. I love season four. I love Flo. I love Natalie. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I can get all of Bad Girls Club in Canada. So. Oh. Maybe Good uh, to know. Maybe that's a little sneak peek for something to come. But maybe. um so Cody and Candace, meanwhile, are in their car. They're lit as hell. They're driving back from their date. And Cody pulls out his surprise for Candace, which is a bottle of Hennessy wrapped in green <laughs> wrapping paper. So she thanks him for the date. Then we go back over to the cop and the cop is still talking to Amy. He's like, the security has no reason to lie to me. And Amy's like, I have no reason to lie, sir. My God. She's just like slightly slurring her words. It's like it's we've all been here where you know you're so drunk, but you're in a situation where you're trying so hard to just act sober and you think that maybe you are acting sober, but mm-hmm. everyone knows you're drunk. Like yeah. she probably reeks. Like that's that's another thing you don't realize when you're drinking a lot is how much alcohol smells. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure she spilt on herself this evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing I have to note is just how bad. So this cop obviously didn't sign a like agreeing to be seen or heard on this show because we're getting just all like um dubbing of everything he's saying yeah it's like i am officer this i'm pulling you over because this happened did you hit that girl when it's obviously not what that guy is saying at yeah. all yeah yeah and the audio is all like way too pristine to be just like something that happened on the side of the street yeah yeah i just had to mention that because it was cracking me up 
Yeah, blurred face, all that stuff. Like, Ronnie, you're going to jail. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the cop is like, this is what's going to happen. The female wants to file charges against you, so you're under arrest for battery. He puts her in the cuffs, and he reads her her rights. Here's a fun fact. The reading of the rights is only an American thing. It's not a Canadian thing. Like, we don't do that in Canada. Let me guess what happens in Canada. The police officer on their horse goes up to a person and is like, hey, I'm really sorry, but we're actually going to have to borrow you for a little bit of time. Could you please get up on the back of my horse with me, sir? And we'll have you back to your house as soon as we can. (laughs) Is that what happens? I mean, unfortunately, cops are still dicks in Canada, too. (laughs) So you're half right, though. I mean, we do have cops on horses that is a thing um there's this like street of bars in the the city that i grew up in because it's like a college city and um they're always there on like friday and saturday nights and their horses just like shit everywhere in the streets and it's like and also i I never understood that because it's like how is this safe for the horse because you have like drunk people like trying to pet the horse and get on them and stuff it's just like i don't understand that um, but no, so one time this is like such a fucked up story, but mm. I was <laughs> we were leaving um the club and my friend was driving, so we were all wasted. She came a little bit later. She only had like three drinks, whereas the rest of us were drinking all night. <laughs> so we're like, okay, obviously she's gonna be the one that drives. And she probably still shouldn't have driven, but in our drunk heads we thought that she was sober so we went through mcdonald's drive-thru and the mcdonald's people like knew we were drunk and they told us to like pull up and wait for our food but it was a trick because they really called the police so the police swarmed my friend's car as soon as we pulled in the girl who was driving was like okay so i'd have to go to the bathroom so she went into the mcdonald's bathroom when they swarmed the car and when they came out, they're like, are you the driver? Arrested her, whatever. And we were all wasted being like, read her her rights. And then later on, I found out that that wasn't a thing. But um, long story long, this girl actually ended up getting off of the DUI charges because her oh. lawyer her lawyer said that she we were planning to park at the McDonald's and that when she went in, she had a bottle of alcohol that she drank in the bathroom. And he like had this whole elaborate thing, how like you can't prove that she was drinking before the car was parked. So she actually got off on those charges. Um, And I know it's fucking stupid and like, don't drink and drive and don't, don't, don't get in a vehicle at all if you've had more than one drink, but like it, you know, something stupid I did in my early twenties, but yeah mcdonald's are a bunch of fucking narcs (laughs) right i remember like afterwards like all of us talking about that and just being like we were so fucking stupid because all the time though they will tell you like oh we're just we're making french fries now or something you know what i mean so you don't think anything of it but Mm -hmm. but i mean i guess if you're working the night shift that's probably part of your training like drunk people are going to try to come through. I never even thought of that before, but you're probably right. And that's good. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. What they did was right, but I've just never heard of that happening before. Yeah. So fucked up. 
so i mean if if you're driving drunk let's hope that you're smarter than to like go to mcdonald's let's just hope no one's driving drunk anyways yeah i mean we're all past <laughs> that right i i've been there numerous times i was always the passenger uh one time one time i drove anyway uh luckily nothing happened but yeah no we're past that now there is no reason to get into a car a after you've been drinking or with someone who has like there's how many different methods of transportation you know yeah there's absolutely no excuse for it but it's yeah it's just one of those things um so amy gets put in the cop car and she pulls a snooky she's like i'm a good person i don't belong in jail Wait, what's that <laughs> supposed to mean like i'm blonde i'm white i don't belong in this cop car yeah exactly That's what I, I mean amy has probably punched so many people <laughs> in the face at bars so she's probably like so shook that something's actually happening yes. now um because, I mean, let's be real. This fucking girl who got punched, like, clearly knew what she was doing. Yeah, and, she, and it wasn't that bad. But she did get, um, like, she did lock in with her. Like, yeah. she did touch her, you know? But it really wasn't that bad of a hit. And I'm sure that girl was like, ooh, cameras. Exactly. The girl, yeah. the girl wanted, had a game plan, knew exactly how she wanted this to go down. Yeah. So um, the cop tells takes her out of the car and he takes the cuffs off of her and he tells her that she's not being detained, but she does have to show up to court. So she signs the papers. Um, She gets in the car and right away Nils is like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm not. Look at my wrist. They put <sighs> the handcuffs tight on my wrist. And Courtney's like, we're calling my mom to talk to that their motherfucking boss. And then Gus all of a sudden gets in. He's like, Courtney, your mom can't fix every goddamn situation. Courtney's like, actually, Gus, she can. <laughs> what kind of pull does Miss Sharon have? Like, do we know who she is in Panama City Beach? Is she a lawyer? I mean, I don't think they ever say her occupation. We okay. meet her a lot of times throughout the series. But... Later, when Courtney calls her, she's like, I'm going to call my friend and see what I can do. Yeah. So maybe she's like friends with a lawyer or. Yeah. She's fucked a few lawyers. Sure. Yeah. She pulls a Lucy. Yeah. Has exactly. to get that connection. Exactly. <laughs> so um, Gus is like, that motherfucker didn't do anything wrong. He's doing his motherfucking job. You're going to you said you're just going to fuck his life up just from him doing his job. And Amy's like, look at my wrist, Gus. I told the officer multiple times my handcuffs were too tight. And you, you're talking to me like that. And Gus is like, because you're acting like you didn't do anything wrong. And then Gus has a talking head where he's like, Amy's saying she's a victim of police brutality and coming from a long line of police officers in my family like that don't sit right with me. So it becomes a like Jeremiah and Gus versus the rest of the house type of situation. And Jeremiah's mm -hmm. like, you're making yourself look like an ass. You need to be quiet. Amy's like, I don't give a fuck what you think. And Jeremiah's like, I'm asking you to be quiet. She's like, I'm never going to talk to you again, ever again in my life. They've had <clears throat> a bumpy past these two already, haven't they, though? Mm. Jeremiah actually... There was a fight in season one where Jeremiah actually stood up for Amy, but mm. I feel like just in general, Jeremiah versus the rest of the house, like, because he's homeschooled and, like, weird. So 
whenever they get into like fights or these crazy social situations that are like normal for them he like gets mad at them and he's like why do you guys have to act like that like yeah you know and then they're like why are why are you being a bitch you know because a normal 23 year old guy is like down to fight people at bars you know Mm -hmm. what about gus i feel like i get the vibe from gus that he's not interested in having a female friendship with any girl that he's not intending to fuck. Um, I no. mean, I, mm, I think he's like nice to everybody. Like he's definitely had his like nice moments, but okay, I don't, I don't really see that in him. But I do just think in general he's just like a whiny bitch sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, they pull up to the house where Cody and Candace are inside and laughing and having fun. And as soon as Amy walk in, she's like, Cody, Candace, come outside. I just went to jail and Jeremiah and Gus are, tr- <laughs> are trying to yell at me. And I'm like, hey, you did not go to jail. You did not she, go to she's jail. Like, well, I didn't go to jail, but like I had to talk to a cop. <laughs> you got to sit in the car. The uh, The seat wasn't even warm by the time you got out, you know? I know. I mean... That's more than what's ever happened to me. So, you know, but at the same time, it's like, eh, come on, you're fine. I was going to ask what's the closest run in you've ever had with the law, but uh... I've never been put in cuffs. I've mm-hmm. never um, I've never been in the drunk tank or anything like surprisingly. Nope. Um, but I mean, just cops probably just trying to like talk to me when I'm drunk. And you were pulling an Amy and trying to not sound drunk. I mean, I've gotten kicked out of bars, but that doesn't count because it's not like cops. Right. What about you? Um, The closest was it actually, I don't even think, no, were they cops? I think they were. My best friend and I were, this is the Brett Michaels story. I don't know if I ever actually told you this or if I just told you I was going to tell you this, but we went to go see Brett Michaels together. I had just freshly been dumped for the first time. So I was like, I'm going crazy. This is my night. So we got someone over 21 to buy us. Uh, it actually might have been my ex, the one who dumped me. He got us Mike's Hard Lemonade and some sort of <laughs> shitty vodka. Like, I don't know, Karkov, something like that. And we go and we're like drinking and then we met some guys in the casino and we invited them up to like have some drinks and smoke with us, which hindsight, stupid, they could have killed us. But um, they came up and someone must have filed a noise complaint or someone could smell it because security did come upstairs, but one of the guys happened to like open the door and see they were. So they all took off. These like three dudes took off, left me and my friend back in the hotel room. And they saw, like, the weed and the bottles. And we were just like, oh, those were theirs. Like, none of that was ours. <laughs> and then one of these fucking cops lifts up one of the beds of the hotel room, which I didn't even know could happen. Like, just the whole bed frame up off the floor. And there were a bunch of hidden, empty Mike's bottles that were not ours. They belonged to someone who was in this hotel room before us. And I was like... Okay, like, I know I said those weren't mine, but those actually aren't mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, while they were talking, I actually was able to, like, sneak, like, something, I think it was, like, my weed or something in my cleavage. 
so they weren't able to take it but Mm -hmm. they like took my bowl they took all of our booze and then my friend and I just like went to bed and we were convinced that they had like tapped the room because they let us get away with it they were just like don't come back and do this again basically like you could have gotten hurt you don't know those guys whatever whatever and they let us off with a warning and then we just like didn't talk for the rest of the night and we're just like night night like oh and my they, god yeah and they told us they were gonna just charge us for a smoking in a non-smoking room and when we went to go and i was worried because the room was under my mom's name uh when we went to go check out the person was like oh don't worry about it like we got off completely scot-free oh my just god. like amy like nothing so happened the cops were just basically buzzkill that night bored yeah they were just bored or something oh my just god told us to shut the fuck up we never saw those dudes again i wouldn't recognize any of them if i were on an airplane next to them like no well we were lucky we could have gotten you know they didn't breathalyze us or anything but we definitely had been drinking you know and we were like 17 maybe 18 we were probably 18 anyway that's that's oh the closest god. i've ever had and nothing happened I know we're too good. That neither privilege. neither of us have, have been like okay. Well, I've been to jail. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't ended up in the drunk tank before, just because the 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 scenarios that I've been in. Um, I think I've told this story before on here, but I have a friend who was in the drunk tank once, mm-hmm. and she was wearing like the the shortest dress of life, like awesome at a club, like whatever. And the next morning, her dad had to pick her up, and she was like doing the walk of shame, like just Aww. heels and like a prostitute just walking out of the the drunk tank. Good times, yeah. Oh, that'd be so fucking embarrassing, and like just you don't want to. You don't want to disappoint your parents. It's like, it's not that I'm mad, I'm disappointed, you know? Oh, yeah. No. And speaking of, like, how bad alcohol smells on you when you don't realize it, like, the times that I just went home to my mom's house at 7 o'clock in the morning like it was normal and, like, thought that I was acting sober and having, like, (laughs) a full conversation with her and her telling me I need to go to bed. I'm like, my mom probably thought that I was, like, fucked up well uh-huh. it was but yeah right Crazy. we always thought you know they say like my parents like my dad has told me a million times like erica i've written the book i've done exactly what you've done you just don't know it you know and you're like yeah right like yeah. you don't know and i just i mean i'm not looking forward to it but i know what's gonna happen someday where my kid's gonna have to convince me she's not drunk or high. <laughs> you're gonna love it though probably I, like that's like, gonna be I've, funny I'm just gonna fuck with her like I'm gonna go in her room I'm gonna find her stash and I'm gonna move it so she's like did I put that there like did oh I my move god. <laughs> I love how you already have a plan are oh, you yeah. going to um um are you going to be the person who like when she's hung over the next morning like purposely make a lot of noise or are you gonna be like nice when she's hung over my husband will probably put her to work and he's probably gonna be like, "It's good for you." Like, mm-hmm. no, no better uh, cure of a hangover than tearing up carpet, kid. Let's get to it. Oh my god, I fully see that happening. Uh, my mom would be like vacuuming outside of my door when she <laughs> knew I was like drinking the night before. 
I've been meaning to rehang up these frames. I've been meaning to change all these. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, okay, so Cody's like, dude, uh Cody goes upstairs to like talk to the guys and he's like, Amy's wrists are like fucked up. She said she's a victim of police brutality, and Gus wow. like loses his mind and she's like no, she's not. It's this goddamn bullshit. And then uh, Cody's like, I'm just telling you what she said, dude. And Gus is like, well, boohoo. She shouldn't have done what she did. And Kirk is just like laughing, like, calm down, bro. Like, why are you yelling at Cody? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. the fuck did he do? So Gus is like going off about his dad. But here's the thing. It's like all of a sudden Gus wants to stick up for his dad when literally the whole entire season he was going off about how his dad like put him through hell and his dad yeah. like abused him and all this stuff so it's like clearly your dad has been so like emotionally abusive towards you i don't know i don't think his dad is like this stand-up man who's a great police officer like right i'm with the girls on this one when they're like clearly his dad probably has like done some stuff you know oh did they like, say take... that yeah they're like they're like what did they say when courtney and amy are smoking outside um one of them says like his dad probably has like beaten people abuse some Ooh, yeah, yeah. I well they, they didn't use they didn't use those right. words but they right. they said something along those lines i mean and yeah chances are good right <laughs> unfortunately I mean, I mean, no offense if anyone has any police people in their in their family or anything like that listening. Like, listen, I I understand how scary and dangerous of a job that is, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that every single person that gets into that line of work is does it for the right reasons. No, no a lot no. of them definitely don't. Like, I personally know people who are assholes and wanted to get into that you know yeah. what i mean like i don't for know like I... a power move or yeah. a control thing or yeah, yeah no i completely agree and i mean not to get like sad this episode or anything but i mean this aired a year before george floyd was murdered and it was just like i don't think anyone should ever have the right to claim any sort of police brutality and like this kind of thing like, it was just really bold of Amy to continue to say that over and over again when, like, her wrists were uncomfortable for a few minutes. Yeah, I agree. I think like, oh. I think using um, those words is a little dramatic. Yeah. But, yeah. but, um, but I mean, if I was put in cuffs and they put them on too tight and I was, like, drunk, I would probably be, like the fuck i fucking hate cops you know what i mean like, yeah I and i mean be. you could say that like that cop was a dick because they usually are you yeah. know especially i mean especially when you've done something wrong which she did you know yeah it's not like she lost her purse and this guy was trying to help her find it like you hit some bitch yeah it's like you could possibly be going to jail for something very serious you need to like shut your mouth and just mm -hmm. Uh, not right. try to fight this at all right um so this is what was said with amy and courtney they're outside smoking and courtney's like why is gus all of a sudden so protective of his dad like has your dad done that to somebody probably oof 
And then, yeah. And then Amy's like, I was raised where you have all your friends and families back, whether you were in, they were in the right or the wrong. So that's why I expected Gus to have my back, even though, you know, I'm not whatever. And then um, Courtney's like, yeah, pisses me off how like they were laughing at us, whatever. And then Amy's like, when you put bad out, you get bad in return. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a moment where Kirk actually goes up to Gus and he's like, hey, like, I get why you're pissed, but like, you stop letting it affect you that much. And Gus is like, I can't help it, man. And Kirk's like, no, like, I know you're stronger than that. And it's like. I don't know. Gus is just such a little bitch. Like, why does Kirk have to go up to you and tell you to calm down? You know, like, ugh. Agreed. And I felt like, I I know when you were talking about, I just must have missed Courtney saying that, but I was like, Courtney's like provoking Amy here. Like, mm-hmm. can you believe that motherfucker said that? Can you believe he was laughing at you when yeah. you were in handcuffs? And it's like, okay, fucking relax. I know it's it's just one of those like drunken things I think that when you're drunk you like think that you're thinking clearly and that you're in the right you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but a sober person would look at that and be like hey you guys are just you're being a little dramatic is the word that I used (laughs) and Amy like practically holds a knife up to Nilsa's throat while they're going to bed and is like I swear if you ever do anything with Gus ever again, I will have nothing to do with you ever again. Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And uh Nilsa's like, I'm not, I'm not, Amy, I promise. I mean, if that's what it takes for Nilsa to get off Gus's dick, then that's what it takes. Nah, I guess. Um, so the next morning, um, Kirk apologizes for yelling at Courtney in the van, whatever. Amy calls her mom to tell her what happened. And she's like, Mom, don't don't freak out, okay? But like, <laughs> I gotta go to court. And mom goes, for what? Battery. Oh my God, Amy. And then Amy's <laughs> like, I didn't hit her. And then um her then she says, like, are you mad at me? And her mom goes, No, but that's gonna cost you five hundred dollars or more. <laughs> mm-hmm. notice how she didn't begin the conversation with her mom of i went to jail like she did with everyone last night like now it's just oh i have to go to court yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know i say this all the time but like that feeling of now you woke up now you're sober not only do you have like the physical hang anxiety anxiety but now mm-hmm. you have to deal with a situation like this yeah like i don't know i don't know if i could do that man like you're like fuck i hit this girl i don't know i don't know if it's on camera or not like i don't know this this is an episode where i really would have liked to see the fourth wall being broken where we see a producer telling amy that she did it yeah you know like maybe calling her in and showing her the footage like hey i don't know if you don't remember or because no, she's on camera doing it it's it's crazy mm-hmm. i'm sure she just figures if she denies enough it'll become the truth yeah if she I learned were... from ron deny deny, yeah, deny. Exactly. deny 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 i was thinking it um if it were me i think i would just be in complete recon mode just like can i find this girl can production help me find this girl can i talk to her you know can i offer her my firstborn 
can we figure something out yeah can i pay her off yeah yeah she's making that season two money now like exactly um so not amy yeah amy's like i don't even want to come back home and her mom says well you might as well stay there since you're gonna have to go to court and she says like forget that car you're gonna have to see how much that this is gonna cost you so i guess amy's plan was to buy a car when she got home (laughs) and amy's like don't tell grandma or anybody which made (laughs) me laugh and then Amy calls Courtney's mom, Sharon, to ask her what to do. Sharon says she's going to, like, call one of her friends and figure it out. So whatever. And then Nils is like, Amy, you did not hit that girl in the nose. It's like, yes, she did. Mm-hmm. And there was no glass involved. She keeps saying, like, I threw a cup of water at her face and I guess the cup may have hit her face. And, like, Amy had nothing in her hands. Yeah, it's like she... F- full-blown reached around that old man bouncer and like deked her in the face (laughs) with a poorly formed fist and like tried to clock her in the face yeah she like yeah uh, it was a good hit uh she needs to work on her form (laughs) yeah i mean for next time i wouldn't want to get punched out by amy i'll just say that much she could definitely kick my ass um, so Candace tells the girls about her date with Cody and she's like just saying how he paid for everything and they were like oh how much was it and she's like a lot because we were drinking and then uh, Courtney says she made out with a 70 year old and <laughs> I don't know we see that clip way too many times like yeah they'll show this <laughs> yeah exactly I th- I've seen that once. I've seen it a hundred times, but I forgot that happened until I did this rewatch. And I'm like, holy fuck, she is disgusting. Like, I I just love how every time they talked about it, because they talk about it a few times on this episode, the woman's age changes. Like, first they say she's 70, then they say she's 80. That woman was probably max 60, but this is Florida, so her skin looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, but they're like, oh, she made out with that 150-year-old woman last night. You see that (laughs) shit? I thought she was probably, like, early 60s, mid-60s. Well, they're acting like she's, like, in a walker in a nightgown. Like, Mm -hmm. she was someone's mom going out for some drinky poos, you know? Yeah. Well, I know. They were like, Courtney, she's old enough to be your grandma. It's like, okay. It was still gross. The it was still not, a really not disgusting something I would clip. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Amy says she's still pissed how Gus and Jeremiah were acting, and that she was raised differently from them. Whatever. And then we get this moment where uh, Candace calls her mom, and um, she reminds Candace that her brother's graduating. So we find out that Candace has to go home early, which I believe. That happens. That doesn't happen in this episode, right? That happens the next episode. Um, yeah. So Candace, Gus, and Jeremiah go to work at Shore Dogs. And Gus and Jeremiah explain to Candace what happened. And Gus is like, I don't know how we're going to fix this situation because she's not going to give in and I'm not going to give in. And then Amy and Courtney are talking and Amy's saying that the police were just doing their job and they were nice enough not to take her to jail, but she wishes that the rest of the house had her back still. So this is where Amy's like, I feel like this is where her like uh, 
hangover remorse is kicking yes. in. Like those police officers were so nice. I shouldn't have yeah. said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, her pride's still there. So she's like, but Jeremiah and Gus still should have had my back. Which who wins in that situation? Like I get having someone's back, but I don't see the purpose for anyone involved if you're just going to back someone up when they are obviously in the wrong. Like, it's going to make them look stupid, it's going to make you look stupid, and no one's going to learn anything. Yeah, I agree. The whole thing is just yeah. stupid in general. Um, I hope so- y'all could hear me while I'm here up on my high horse. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a scene of Courtney saying that... Oh, that with the old woman. She's talking about the old woman again. Her and Kirk are talking about it. And she's saying that all she was going to do was, like pack her but then the woman like full-blown went in for a makeout and she's Mm. like but like that's the kind of kissing that like i like like she was a good kisser and then kirk's like you're weird as hell and she's like oh she was good and kirk's like well good thing you found it in an 80 year old woman yeah Um, get on that life insurance kiddo so what else happens in this episode? The girls do an edible cookie posse performance. Where did the name of that come from? Is this something they've done before? Um, they no, I don't think so. I think okay. this is the first time that they do it. But well, it's like edible cookie posse. Like, hey, aren't most cookies edible? Or are they saying they're like weed cookies when they say cookie they're referring to their vaginas oh of course of course Mm -hmm. silly 32 year old me (laughs) (laughs) it makes so much sense no it was silly and it like i was hoping to see some choreography you know we've all been there we were all 10 sleeping over at our friend's house choreographing dances you couldn't put together some sort of fluid motion in this guys come on i mean i still laughed out loud I thought it was pretty funny, especially Courtney with the unibrow. Her makeup. Yeah. Nilsa puts like mermaid gemstones all over everyone, which I loved. I was like, oh, we're doing some euphoria makeup. I'm here Mm -hmm. for this. But then she brings Courtney over and I guess in some sort of, um, what do you call it? Um, Not vengeance. Payback. Yeah. Like payback moment. Revenge. Um. Like, I guess Courtney had slammed the door in Nilsa's face at one point. So Nilsa's like, I'm going to do your makeup. I'm going to go so bold. It's going to be great. And she draws a unibrow on her and makes her look like like an Aqua Teen character or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea what I meant by my note here. It says, Jeremiah and Gus are douching around. So um, I don't know if I meant to write that or not. The and hot sauce, wrote- maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I wrote, Jeremiah is so beautiful, but he's such a douche. (laughs) I just loved when Nilsa was giving out the handmade tickets to watch them perform. And every guy just was like, oh, like no one even acted excited. I know. Jeremiah's like, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Jeremiah's like, I would rather put this hot sauce in my eyes than watch that performance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I mean... Uh, Amy, Gus, and Cody all go to work together at Shore Dogs, and it's really awkward because Amy and Gus still aren't talking, so Cody has to be, like, Switzerland, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just laughed at their duties. Like, when they show up, this owner of Shore Dogs is like, all right, we were really busy last night, so you guys need to uh, 
recon the jello shots and do some stocking and uh yeah let's get to work and i'm like wow taxing i mean if you were the owner of this business though wouldn't you just give them jobs like that like i feel like i wouldn't want them doing like real stuff oh of course like accounting or something no but i just <laughs> was laughing at it's been a while since I've watched something like this. So just seeing what their jobs were, were funny to me. Like, oh, I have to make jello shots. Like, oh, like Jersey Shore, I have to scoop gelato. Like, it's just, I, know. I haven't been in that world for a while, you know? I know. Well, everyone knows how I feel about the work scenes. I roll. I mean, no offense to Shore Dogs. Um, I haven't been yet. I mean, hopefully one day. But my mom went and she said it's a cool place, so... We'll have to go get jello shots there together when uh, when we go to Florida together. Oh, I want to go there no. so bad. And but that's where, Is that where they got in the fight? Or is that yeah, where? Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, like, okay. that's like one of the. That's like the karma. It's karma. Yeah, got it. Season, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's where Cody. And, or I'm sorry. That's where Gus and Amy make up. Because now Amy's just saying, I'm not mad at you for like pointing out that I did something wrong. It's just that you didn't check on me to make sure I was okay. It's because you never asked me, Amy, are your wrists okay? And it's like, I have never gone up to anyone in my life and been like, hey, how are your wrists? You know, like, yeah. So now she's saying that's what her she's, problem is. Exactly. She's changing the problem because she's realizing she's in the wrong. That's, mm -hmm. it's all her pride coming back. But just one thing I wanted to say about the edible cookie posse. Mm thought and plot trot take shots <laughs> it's actually kind of what's clever. that again oh that's what they were doing okay <laughs> yeah yeah that's the, that yeah. was their uh that was their little song um but yeah um they're they're like making up or whatever and gus is like the police was just doing their job i'm your roommate gus <laughs> gus is like we knew you were okay like he didn't beat you down yeah and then she's like i meant just because of the situation in general you should have asked me Gus is like, okay, yeah, like, I guess I should have made sure you were okay before I said anything. Like, I'm sorry. They both just realize that they're being stupid. Well, and then Gus was like, dude, you were going to try to get that cop fired for doing literally his job. And Amy's like, I would never try to get someone fired for doing their job. And it's like, that's literally what you said you were going to do by calling Miss Sharon. I know. What were they going to do? Like, oh, he put her handcuffs on her too tight. This reminded me so much of there was a season of Big Brother called Big Brother Over the Top, which was only like a one month long thing. And a girl was trying to do some sort of wall climbing thing and she kept falling just because she wasn't built for this type of challenge. That's all. That's all it came down to. And she kept saying that the rocks on the side of the wall were cutting her hands open and she was bleeding and she goes up to the camera to show and there's like nothing there. It's like maybe a couple pieces of skin have lifted or she like oh, got blisters. But gosh. she kept she kept making it like a whole storyline. Like my hands are bleeding <laughs> all, everywhere. And it was like, ah, oh, shut up, Christy. It, it reminds me of Janelle. I'm crying my eyes out. <laughs> crying my eyes out. Oh, every time. Oh my no. god. So, nope, they uh they make up though for the last few days in the house, I guess. Because it's yeah. about to be a wrap. They make they make up and this isn't the end of 
this storyline for for Amy. Um, but back at the house, we have this scene where Jeremiah randomly asked Nilsa to go to the beach. This was definitely a production thing because although you asked if Gus was the type of guy that had no interest in being friends with girls unless he is banging them, I feel like that's Jeremiah. Oh, okay. I, f- I feel like Jeremiah very much like views women different like doesn't view women as equals below okay sure yeah so i i feel like this was just production being like everything about this i feel was very heavily produced and them being like okay jeremiah we need to get you out of the house for a second so you and nilsa are gonna go to the beach you know what i mean like i don't feel like they ever would have gone to the beach just the two of them right at all and i think nilsa even says that she's like Normally, me and Jeremiah don't talk like that. So this is like a weird thing. Um, So they go to the beach and I mean, at least it looked like they were having fun. Um, And then Candace and Gus have this like crazy idea to get Jeremiah's iconic pink matching suit put in a frame. Um, So they like, you know, they go to the store and they get the frame and everything. And they forget to pin the actual clothes in the frame they like just put it in the frame and lift it up and it's like oh it's like are you guys that stupid they're like trying to make it look like a fallen soldier's american flag in a picture frame or something Mm -hmm. and then when they go to put it up it's just like yeah they're like oh shit we're stupid it was silly it was a silly side plot that i didn't fully yeah in my opinion (laughs) exactly just uh just a heavily produced side story of the episode Mm -hmm. and then in the final scene amy calls um terry who is her ex her ex's mom who she's still really close with and she tells amy that her getting into a fight has been all over the news and we see a clip and it's like alabama woman assaulted local at pcb bar and this was another one of those things where it's like, okay, that clearly wasn't the news thing. Like, yeah, it, it was it was they clearly said like MTV star Amy Hall or like Florabama Shore star Amy Hall. Like mm-hmm. she's not just random local Alabama woman. Like the reason why this is on the news is because she's famous. Right. Um, so and, go and on. they like show it's as if they like showed this woman the girl that Amy did hit slightly in the nose like being wheeled out of the hospital like in complete head to toe bandages like with a neck brace on. <laughs> yeah. Amy's mom is like it's been confirmed that she her nose is broken, Amy. Um do you think Amy broke her nose or do you no. think the girl went and got someone else to clock her in the nose after oh i didn't even think that far i just figured i mean is there anything you can do for a broken nose anyway don't don't you just have to wait i mean i've never broken anything knock on wood thank god but um i would assume you'd have to like go to the hospital and get a like a cast on it or something like you would if it was your arm or something right like wouldn't they bandage up your face Right. My theory was that her nose was already broken and in the process of healing and maybe Amy like pushed back the full recovery or something. But I like your theory that this bitch is crazy enough to go (laughs) to a friend and be like, hit me! 
Like, I love that. Or just like hits themselves in the face to get the marks on their face. Like Ashley from Young and Pregnant. Oh, my like slapping herself in the face. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Things we don't talk about enough in the teen mom world. I also loved how her mom said how this whole situation amy being on the news people are saying that amy is bringing a bad name to the south and i'm like i hardly think this is the worst thing people have said about the south honey (laughs) yeah it's like really this this is what did it (laughs) amy from florabama shore it's like i don't think so yeah um and then yeah just the final thing is like her mom being like Listen to what I'm telling you. This is serious, Amy. This could be jail time. And Amy, like, shaking and crying. And uh, that's the episode. We get a yeah. next time on. And we got some Bioni blood next episode. Uh, Jeremiah's brother, who Nilsa shagged in season one, is um coming back. He's returning to the house. Come back for more. Mm-hmm. I wish that a cast member, like, again, bro- fourth wall being broken, that someone would have went up to Amy and been like, girl, relax. Ronnie from the other show, he fucking knocked a guy unconscious and he's still walking free. Like, yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. It was self-defense. <laughs> exactly. Self-defense, bro. For real. Oh, I, my God. It was fun. It was fun. I I think going back and watching shit like this from time to time is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. that'll be my next book reality television for the soul amazing well yeah. thank you so much for joining me for this and obviously we'll do another Florabama soon um you know we have to do something from the the saint pete season mm. where jeremiah I... is like in the middle of a steroid cycle and just losing his mind it's like it's crazy. it's crazy and i know i've never seen that one of my all-time good. favorite moments. Would you say, bitch? Him and Gush just get into it. It's so good. Um, I'm here for it. Tell everyone, if they don't already know, if you don't know, now you know. Tell everyone where they can find you, about your amazing podcast that I love, and all the things. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, you guys can find me at the Surreality Podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. All my shit is free, and you can find me on Instagram at Surreality Pod. I'm just wrapping up season four of Surreal Life, and I'm about to start My Fair Brady season one. And I always like to sprinkle in random episodes of other things. Like I mentioned, I'm going to have a Bad Girls Club episode coming out soon. I'd love to do one with Justine here, and I usually sprinkle a few Hogan Knows Best episode from, you know, every now and then. And it's been a good time. So you guys should check it out. Yes, you should. It's, I love listening to your recaps. You're so good at it. And oh, thank uh, you. you're so funny. And um, stay tuned because we got more fun content that we're about to record now. About to go smoke some dope. <laughs> Bye. Bye.